Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Travis Luther, the founder of Lawfather, a legal technology and trial support firm, which is also the developer of Trialline.net. Hi, Travis. How are you? I'm great, Ari. How are you? I'm well, and I'm looking forward to speaking with you today. So tell us about your background and the genesis of Lawfather. About 15 years ago, I was just getting off work. I was at a bar having a drink with a buddy of mine, and two women walked in. One of them happened to be a lawyer who was out celebrating her first trial and her first trial victory. So she was one for one and feeling pretty good. And her and I struck up a conversation and ended up falling in love. And at the time, I had a small marketing company, and I was doing some graphic design and web development work. And she, uh, over the course of our dating, would start to send me referrals from other lawyers that she worked with who would post stuff on a listserv saying, hey, do you know anyone who could do a quick website for me or a quick brochure? Within six to nine months, I had this unintentional, unplanned, booming business in legal tech and legal marketing. And that's really how it started. Why did you call it Lawfather? The truth is, as we got a little bit more and more business, I looked over to my sole employee at the time and I said, hey, I think we have something here. Let's make a little side company. We'll call it Lawfather because I'm a huge fan of the Godfather movies. And let's try and create the appearance that we only work with lawyers and all we do is legal stuff. And he said, okay. So that's what we did is kind of like a side project, little marketing strategy. And unbeknownst to me, here we are 12 years later, and I just never had any idea that it would be my career and my passion. So in supporting law firms for 12 years, you launched a software tool called Trialline at the beginning of 2018. Why that tool at that time? A big part of our business is trial support and trial technology consulting. And so what we do is we rent AV equipment to attorneys, so television monitors, projectors, screens, et cetera, et cetera. And then we consult with them on the best way to tell their stories at trial with that information. So we'll suggest, hey, let's do a 3D animation of this mechanism of some kind of damage, or let's do a poster board of this injury showing how this injury occurred or this medical record. And a thing that came up over and over again that we would suggest were timelines. Hey, let's take the events in this case, put them in a graphic timeline, blow that up on a poster board, and then keep that in front of the jury so they can see how one event affected the other and how these cases unfolded over time. We got to a point where we were doing timelines for mediations, for arbitrations, for trial, and just because attorneys wanted them for case strategy meetings. They just wanted to show their partners or their experts what had happened in a case. And I remember the day specifically, I had like three or four timeline projects going on. I was under the gun. I had another attorney call me to ask me to do one for his mediation. And I thought, okay, there's got to be like a timeline graphic design template program online somewhere where I can just start to systematize these timelines for these attorneys so that I don't have to keep recreating Photoshop or Illustrator files over and over again, which is really a tedious kind of cumbersome process, especially if someone wants to pop another event right in the middle. I got online and I just, I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find anything that looked good or made sense. And so we also do website development for attorneys. So we have a coding background. And so that day I just coded up this quick little online timeline event tool, brought it home to my wife, sat her down at the kitchen table and said, 
can you just look at this and tell me what you think? I put some events in there, attached a couple documents to it. In two minutes, she said, this is incredible. You've got to make this for everybody. As the joke goes, you've got to dump your life savings into this project. This is great. And having relied on her historically for almost everything that Lawfather does, obviously I took her seriously and we started saying, okay, what if we did develop a software product? And that's how it started. She sounds like a very insightful law mother. <laughs> <laughs> she is, no doubt, no doubt. So how has technology changed the way we tell stories in the courtroom? Having been to so many trials, you know, I personally have been in trial more than almost any lawyer I know. In fact, I would say I've been in trial most, more than any lawyer I know because I'd spend at least two weeks out of every month in trial or consulting on trials. And what I notice and noticed back then is that when an attorney took advantage of technology, jurors would sit up and they'd grab their notepads and they'd grab their pens and they'd start paying attention. And when opposing counsel would come and take that big black three ring binder and slam it down on the podium, open it up and start reading from it, they'd slump down in their chairs and they'd start to pay less attention. And I'd see their eyes close and I'd see their chins fall to their hands as they tried to get comfortable and, and try to look interested when really they were bored. And so technology is how we learn online now. It's how a lot of us learn in school. And I think as more and more millennials become part of the jury pool, if not the entire jury pool, they will come and do come to expect to learn information visually and digitally. And so I think you do put yourself at a terrible disadvantage if you don't keep that in mind when you start to tell the stories in the courtroom. Has technology negatively impacted lawyers in any way in court? Yes, it has. I have seen opposing counsel use technology too much where they try and create a graphic of everything or they try and create a poster board of every record. And what happens is and what we know in psychology is that when you give people too much information, you make it impossible for them to make a decision. And so you've got to keep that in mind. You've got to think about your main theme and only introducing information that provides evidence to that theme or corroborates that theme and not to use technology just for technology's sake. Are there certain types of matters or even personalities that are better suited to leveraging technology than others? I don't know if on the personality side of things, I think it's important that you reinforce what you're doing with technology verbally, you know, that you continue to tell people over and over again, I'm showing you this for this reason. This is what I need you to understand about what I'm showing you. And I think that can work with people who are really engaging in trial, but I think it's also super helpful for those people, those introverts who almost feel nervous about getting in front of people. It's not a crutch, but it's a tool to help them better tell their story. So I think it works for both people really well. Keeping in mind again that too much is really a death knell. Has it improved how we organize cases and develop our strategies? I think it absolutely has. I think if you think about a traditional case strategy meeting, you can see a conference room, you can see two or three attorneys and some paralegals sitting around a table. And in the middle of that table is an ever-sized mountain of three ring binders that are packed full of information. I think technology and trial line especially helps law firms and their staff visualize that information, but then quickly do category-specific references and to eliminate some of it so that they can just see the important facts when they want to discuss them, bring other information in, and then really see the relationships between facts in a way that stacks and stacks of paper binders just don't allow us to do. How do you see case management technology evolving? 
Well, I see it evolving in the cloud. I see it evolving in ways that allow for people to work from home or remote locations more. And most importantly, I see it as a way to help attorneys and experts and stakeholders in cases collaborate in real time instantly at a low cost in a way that really is most effective and best serves their clients. Trialine was featured at the ABA Tech Show this year. How do events like that support your growth strategy? Well, they really do internally and among other people in legal tech that we've talked to. There was this sense over the last 10 years that these tech shows had become less and less important and less and less valuable as lawyers became to rely more on IT advisors and things of that nature. But I think something that we realized while we were there and that we've realized over the last couple of years is that millennials are now our biggest client base. They're the ones starting law firms. And in that sense, millennials are also the new client base. They're the ones who are going to need legal services. And so both of these communities, the millennial lawyers and the millennial consumers are used to technology and they're comfortable with technology and they're willing to have remote meetings and they're willing to use cloud-based softwares. And I think what's most exciting and, and important about participating in these tech shows as a lawyer is that the landscape for software has changed. And so when I first got into this business 12 years ago, there were maybe two or three case management, case software type providers, and each of them tried to offer all-in-one solutions for every facet of your case management. What I noticed at tech show, this was my first one, but what was really exciting for me is that individual problems very niche problems had been solved by individual companies. And so rather than having to accept this all-in-one, really cumbersome, huge, expensive software solution, a new attorney hanging up their shingle could ask themselves, okay, what is it that I need, right? What are the few things that I need? What do my clients need to have a good experience with the law? And then being able to just kind of go out and look at these new cutting edge and even maybe more importantly, less expensive alternatives to these behemoth desktop-based case management software. So I think if you're not attending these legal tech conferences, you may be doing yourself a disservice because there's a lot of neat, cool apps out there to help you practice the law better, more efficiently, and most importantly, to help your clients have a better experience with the law. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Travis Luther, the founder of Lawfather, a legal technology and trial support firm, which is also the developer of Trialline.net. Travis, thank you very much. Thanks, Ari. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.